There is a place that I know Where I need more often to go A place of amazing comfort and rest Where a smile is never rare And your love is free as the air And I lack for nothing when I can see the love in your eyes, know that it's all for me. I fear nothing at all when I'm safe in the arms of my Father. And if ever I fall, I take comfort in knowing that you are there. There is a place that I know Where I need more often to go A place of amazing comfort and rest Where a smile is never rare And your love is free as the air I lack for nothing When I can see the love in your eyes Know that it's all for me. I fear nothing at all when I'm safe in the arms of my Father. And if ever I fall, I take comfort in knowing that you are there. You are there. You are there in the secret, in the quiet place. In the stillness, you are there. In the quiet, in the hour, hour I wait only for you, because I want to know you more. I want to know you, I want to hear your voice, I want to know you more, I want to touch you, I want to see your face, I want to know you more, I am reaching for the highest goal that I might receive the prize pressing onward pushing every hindrance aside out of my way cause I want to know you more I want to know you I want to hear your voice I want to know you more I want to touch you I want to see your face I want to know you more In the secret, in the quiet place In the stillness you are there
a secret in the quiet hour I wait only for you cause I want to know you more I want to know you I want to hear your voice I want to know you more I want to touch you I want to see your face I want to know you more I want to know you I want to hear your voice I want to know you more I want to touch you I want to see your face I want to know you more I want to know you more Hallelujah Lord Jesus Draw me close to you Never let me go I lay it all down again To hear you say that I'm your friend You are my desire No one else will do Cause nothing else could take your place To feel the warmth of your embrace Help me find a way Bring me back to you
you, Lord, for your nearness, Lord Jesus. Praise you, mighty God. Hallelujah. And he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other Lord, for your presence, Lord Jesus. Praise you, mighty God. I'm so secure. You're here with me. You
Well, normally I wouldn't have done worship a second time, but um, those songs that I sang this morning, you know, our worship to Him and stuff prepares our hearts for um, the message that God has for us, and there's a message in those songs as well. And um, so I thought it was important, um, you know, it, it talks about the closeness of God and hearing His voice and and being close to Him and um, in His presence. And this morning, the title of the message is Shut the Door and Hearing God's Voice. And um, so, you know, I, I was on Facebook. I do a lot of Facebook. I have a lot of relatives throughout the country, so I spend a lot of time on there. But um, a friend of mine, Jody Dietrich, she's a, an author and a special speaker. She has spoken at our, our women's renewal before, but she had put a post on there that got me to thinking about some things, and I actually quote her later in this message. But, um, you know, I'm sure that, that we've all had a barrage of information thrown at us lately. Um, we have so many sources of information available, including Facebook, and oftentimes it's even thrown in our face, the information that we get. Um, we try to responsibly sort through the facts over fear, um, truth over tyranny, and um, it becomes difficult really to decipher the truth from partial truth, from lies, from speculation or conspiracy, um, you know, all kinds of theories and, and so on. Um, we become overwhelmed with all of the voices that seem to speak louder and louder. We try to learn from responsible sources that can give accurate information, yet in it's so easy for these voices that we believe to be accurate to be misquoted even. And we're not sure who we can trust. A good example um, is Dave Ramsey. Um, he's a financial advisor and things like that. And, and um, he's a Christian and most of us know about him. And he's a trusted source concerning financial matters. And he appeared to have placed a post on Facebook about a cashless society. Um, it used his name, and it appeared official, but it wasn't his thoughts or his words. And the post was supposedly from Dave Ramsey, but um, if you go to Snoop's fact check, um, you'll find that it was not something that he posted and it wasn't something that he backed or wasn't even involved with at all. Um, it was a bogus post from somebody from a different country. I don't remember what country, but, um, you know, it was just a bogus post. And so um, we even have to be careful if we think that it's from someone that we know or trust to make sure and check it out and make sure that that's what that person said. Um, this morning's biblical object objective is that when we shut the door on the multitude of voices we have listened to, it allows us to hear God's voice more clearly. When we shut the door on the multitude of voices 
we've listened to, it allows us to hear God's voice more clearly. So, you know, the first point here is too many voices. Some voices are good and reliable voices, like I've mentioned. And, and you know, the Bible says in, in Proverbs 15:22, um, um, without counsel, plans go awry. But in the multitude of counselors, they are established. So good counsel or advisors um, can help us see things in a whole different perspective. Um, good counsel, it has to line up with Scripture. We need to educate ourselves on past and current issues, so it's good for us to be educating ourselves on, on issues. But we must turn down the volume on those outside voices, even the good ones, in order to hear God and to hear Him speak in the silence. Sometimes those voices get so overwhelming we can't even hear ourselves think, let alone hear God. So we must not be passive listeners either. If you're a passive listener, you're listening to all these things and just ingesting it and letting it speak to you and speak into your life. And we have to make sure that what's speaking into our life is, is a godly thing. And so we can't be passive listener, listeners allowing the, the voices around us to influence our, influence our thinking without thought to its content. Um, 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And I, I did it again here in a different version. Um, Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God and we lead every thought and purpose away captive into obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. So we have to refute arguments and theories and reasonings. And there's a lot of those theories and reasonings out there. Well, it only stands to reason and they tell you these things. Too many voices can turn truth into words in which we cannot discern truth from deception. Whether it is intentional deception or words brought on by fear or a lack of true knowledge even. Even when we minimize the voices to trusted resources, we still must get alone with God. Jesus knew the importance of getting away from the crowd. In um, Mark 6, 31 and 32, it says, Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. 
So that brings us to the next point, and that is shutting the door. Because here we see that, that Jesus said, let's get away, and they went to a solitary place. So shutting the door, Jesus recognized that need to get away. And it's necessary and good to shut the door on a shouting world. And we need to sit alone with God, finding, finding rest for our soul in that utter, utter silence. That's the way we find rest and peace. So um, this is a quote from um, the author and speaker, Jody Dietrich. In solitude, my attitude gets a much-needed readjustment. My stolen peace is restored. My ability to think clearly and act wisely is renewed. And God's voice, which seemed faint and distant, is sweet and strong again. I really like that. Sweet and strong, especially. <laughs> so intentionally getting along with, alone with God and spending quiet time with Him it allows us to shut the door and um, keep out that shouting, all those shouting voices of the world and to find rest for our soul. And then we're able to enter back into the mainstream of life with that new and godly perspective. Um, the influence of those outside voices, they'll be shut out and less significant, even when we hear them, they'll be less significant when God's voice is heard in our alone time with Him. Um, the third point here is um, the voice of God. James 1, 5 and 6 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Verse 6, But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. So we are to ask for wisdom from God. And believe me, right now we need a lot of wisdom, godly wisdom. And um, God does use many ways to speak. He spoke in a whirlwind in Job 38.1. It says, Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, And in an earthquake, Exodus 19.18, Mount Sinai was wrapped in smoke, for the Lord descended upon it in fire. Its smoke ascended like a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked gently. How about Exodus 19.19? 19? As a trumpet blast grew louder and louder, Moses spoke and God answered him with a voice. So he, he used a voice there and a trumpet blast. <laughs> um, thunder. You find thunder referenced a lot of times in 1 Samuel 2.10, Job 37.2, John 12.29. But Psalm 104.7 says, At your rebuke they fled at the voice of your thunder. They hastened away. 
And then it talks about a whirlwind and thunder, both mentioned in Psalm 77, 18. Um, your thunder was heard in the whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. How about through Scripture? He speaks to us, in, and it says in Romans 10:17. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So, hearing the Word of God, He speaks to us. And then through the Holy Spirit in Hebrews 3, 7. So, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear His voice, and then it goes on. And Numbers 33, or 22, 30, He used a donkey. <laughs> so the donkey said to Balaam, I am not your donkey on which you have ridden ever since I became yours to this day. Was I ever dispo disposed to do this to you? And he said no. So he's using a donkey here to speak. And then the last one, that still small voice. If you're sitting in a shouting world, can you hear a still small voice? Like I said, Sometimes that shouting world gets so loud that we can't even hear ourselves think. So 1 Kings 19:11 and 12 says, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. A still, small voice. So solitude is one of the most important disciplines of a spiritual life. Spending that time alone with God. Our soul is restored when we spend time alone with God. And in that solitude, we don't have to do anything. Sometimes it's good to just rest in Him and not even read Scripture, but just to sit and listen. We don't even need to open our Bibles at those times. We get all the other distracting influences out and simply wait on God. I remember with a lady's um, Bible study one time, we just sat and we took a deep breath and when we, when we let our air out, we just purposely focused on God and what he might have for us. And all of us need to do that. Just stop and take those deep breaths and just focus on God and nothing but God. And this frees us from those competing voices or even loyalties to other voices. Habakkuk 2.20 says, But the Lord is in the whole, his holy temple. Let all the earth... Keep silence before him. 
Psalm 62.5 says, My soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from Him. What are you expecting from God? And how are you getting that expectation met? Are you spending that time alone and sitting silent before Him? Jesus spent that time alone with God. He's the Son of God. March one th- or Mark one thirty five says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. So time spent with God, it'll give give us all we need to know. And Psalm thirty two eight says, I, the Lord, will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eyes open. So again, like I said, that time spent with God is going to give us everything we need to know. Spending time with God and in His Word, in prayer, and simply being silent before Him will prevent us from being overwhelmed by all those voices and following after the wrong voice. So we must give our utmost attention to God and God's truths. Keeping our time with God will prevent us from following the wrong voice. Hebrews 2.1 says, Since all this is true, we ought to pay much closer attention than ever before to the truths that we have heard, lest in any way we drift past them and slip away. So we really need to be paying attention to these truths and the truth of God. So intentionally spend that quiet time with God. Get alone with Him today. Um, It's good for your soul. And it will allow you to get back to a healthier, more peaceful way of thinking. So again, that main point, when we shut the door on the multitude of voices we have listened to, it allows us to hear God's voice more clearly. So let's pray. Lord, we know that we can find rest in you and peace, comfort. Lord, help us to sit in your arms and, and to take that comfort and that rest, Lord. Help us to spend that time listening for your voice, shutting out the world and and knowing when you speak and being able to hear your voice. God, we're your sheep. We're your people. We're your children. And the more we listen, the more we will recognize your voice as well. So God, help us to sit and to spend that time with you and to learn to hear your voice even more clearly, Lord. Lord, help us to hear you over the shouting world and what you have to say about what is being said from the world. Lord, we place our trust in you. 
We love you so much. God, you are mighty. We know that we're in your hands. Thank you so much, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Pastor? Thank you, sweetheart. That was a good word. <clears throat> it's very true today that we we have a lot of voices out there, a lot of things that we have to listen to. Some <clears throat> we choose, sometimes others we don't. It's hard to choose because it's just there. But I know God is faithful, so... Um, we depend upon him, he will be faithful to us. And then, if you would like prayer, uh, we want to take this time to spend in prayer, personal prayer. If you have a need that you would like to have prayer for, um, we will take time to do that.